Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 39 of my 90 day money challenge where I'm questioning every thought and belief that I have about money to find out what's really true. And today I almost guarantee that your brain is gonna break. Uh, Mine did and what I really wanted to dive into today was what does it mean to want something? What's actually happening? Um, In a recent call, Susie Batiste, who challenged me to do this, Susie Batiste, who created Poopery, um, she talked about want comes from lack. And I wanted to find out if it's really true. Is everything that I want coming from a place of fear and lack and scarcity? Is that really true? So the thought that I'm questioning today is I want what I don't have. And I want to know this, if it's true for objects, if it's true for love, relationships, sex, I want what I don't have. I want to know, is it true? So let's find out. All right, first question is the question I want to know, which is, I want what I don't have. Is that true? So it always helps me to bring it into the concrete world. So what I started with was objects. And I've I've talked about my shopping for the elusive perfect nightstand uh, to go by my bed. And what I see is when when I really go there to, I want what I don't have. Well, I don't have a nightstand. And I see myself shopping for that nightstand. And At first, it seems like, well, yeah, I don't have the nightstand. I want the nightstand, so I want what I don't have. Yeah, it's true. If we go in deeper and say, well, is it really true that what I want is what I don't have? I found when I asked myself that, I said, I want a nightstand what do I actually want here? Well, what I actually want is a cozy bedtime reading in bed experience. Is that a nightstand? No. I think, oh, if I get a nightstand, then I can put a lamp on that nightstand and then I'll have the perfect little setup to read in bed and be cozy. And so I'm trying to replace that cozy in bed feeling with the nightstand. So the nightstand now symbolizes that. Then I go out and I start shopping for a nightstand, which in a few a few episodes ago, uh, we discovered that shopping is stressful because I'm trying to find the perfect thing all the time. And so somehow I've gone really far away from I want this cozy experience 
that I can create at any moment. But I think I need a nightstand to do it, and then I end up, instead of getting a nightstand and having that experience, I end up shopping, which is a whole activity of itself. And I end up with something that I didn't want, which is me at a computer for hours looking at nightstands. And that's what I've actually got by believing I want this thing that I don't have. Right? I'm not sure if that makes sense yet, but let's let's keep going and things will start to, to clarify, right? There's some nuance in what I want, what I have. Um, and so, yeah, let's keep going. So when I believe the thought, I want what I don't have, how do I react? It's question number three. So the first thing that happens is I very quickly translate I want this thing into I need this thing because I need it because I already thought about it and then I decided that I wanted it so now I need it. And I not only do I need it, but I need it now. And in fact, I need it now and I'm upset that I don't have it because I already thought of it and because I already thought of it, I should already have it. So it already creates stress, anxiety, I feel incomplete, I feel um, my body kind of scrunched up and now I'm like dead set on getting this thing and it's become serious and now I'm, I'm stressed. As soon as I believe I want this thing that I don't have, I'm stressed, which comes from fear. And what I just really want is I just want this thing to be done. I want to get it done. I want to get it done so that then I can finally relax and enjoy. So I stress in order to relax. Seems very illogical, which brings me back into a very young age where I think something and I don't have the understanding of how the world works that like, well, if I imagine something, I might not have it right there. So then I think, well, I, I, I'm imagining this or like I, I'm remembering a toy that I had yesterday and I don't have it today and I should have it today because I had it yesterday instead of realizing that well today I have what I have right here there's this disconnect that starts I think at a very young age between what we have and what we want and what we imagine and there's a difference between I want this and actually and I think I want this um, I think I want this is stress because I don't, it means I don't have it. And it means now, now I have a mission to do. Um, I, I, if it's like, I want to go find this thing, that is an experience that is like, it's like going on a treasure hunt, which begins now. I don't need to have it in order to relax because the relaxing is in the adventure of getting it in which which I can do right now, which I already have that uh, power right now to enjoy the process of getting something. So you can see there's a difference between I want the thing and I, I want to shop. I want to shop for this thing. That sounds fun. That's a different experience from I want the thing. And so the wanting of the things that we don't have is where that stress is coming from. So then I thought, okay, well, what if this is about like relationship intimacy? And so uh, there's a friend who I 
yesterday had a little conflict with and it didn't get quite resolved. We sort of tried to resolve it and then I, I just left feeling a little incomplete. And and then I, I woke up this morning and I thought, oh, I just want to resolve this. And then I thought, okay, well, that's perfect for today's thought, which is I don't have the resolution of this conflict with this person. And I want, I want that thing that I don't have. And so be, because I, I don't have that, I'm, I'm now stressing and putting pressure on myself. And now I'm kind of like driving myself like, okay, well, I know, how am I going to resolve this? And like, what is, is there something I need to apologize for? Or is it something they need to apologize for? And, and now I get very analytical and, and I'm speeding up and I've got some adrenaline and I'm stressed. And so whatever I am doing in that space is not is like the antithesis of resolution, which is what I'm trying to find. It's the opposite of resting and relaxing, even though I'm trying to get to a place where I can relax. Right? It's like it's like the irony of rushing to yoga class or meditation class, where the whole point of going is to settle the mind and then we'll kick up our mind to get there. It's kind of the same thing here. By the time I, you know, if I go to this friend and, and say, okay, I'm ready to resolve this. What I'm coming in with is a lot of unresolvable energy. And I treat myself like, um, almost like I'm sort of uh, task mastering myself. Like I just need to, you know, kind of hitting myself into submission of just doing this thing that I'm, I'm sort of mentally, it's like I'm a giant brain and my body has been beaten into submission and, and you just, you must do this and do this and do this. And then eventually we will relax body, but I'm the, I'm the, the brain, I'm the superpower. You must follow what I say. And it's this endless cycle because as I, experience the the inability to rest from wanting what I don't have I then try to find other ways to rest by by finding new things that I don't have that maybe if I get that new little thing I'll be able to rest which is how you end up buying a lot more than you originally shopped for is because if if your shopping isn't you know if I don't just go and into a store, look at the nightstands they have and say, ooh, that one's really nice. Enjoy, you know, my ride home and then put the nightstand down. What I might end up doing is looking and saying, ooh, I don't know, I don't think this is the right nightstand, but I need something because I really want to be done with just to have this nightstand. And so then I'll end up buying other things to try to fill that void. And those other things just start to open up new spaces where I'm like, well, now I need a new lamp. And then, oh, well, maybe not just a lamp, but now I need a little tray to organize my nightstand stuff. And and then it just all of a sudden I've opened up a whole bunch of things that I don't have that now I think that I want when what I actually want is to be in bed reading a book cozily at night. So let's go totally free of this thought. I want what I don't have. I invite you to take a breath or two and close your eyes if you're not driving or anything. 
totally free of the thought, I want what I don't have. Look at those things. For me, I'm looking at the nightstand, I'm looking at this unresolved conflict. If I was free of the thought, I want the thing that I don't have. Well, I see with this desire that I really desire this cozy bedtime reading experience, I can do that right now. I have dimmable overhead lights. It's not a bedside light, but they're dimmable overhead lights. I've got tons of blankets because I already figured out long ago that I get really cold. So I can totally bundle up, dim the lights, open up Life of Pi, which is what I'm in the middle of reading right now, and go into that adventure and have that cozy bedtime experience. I can, I can do that right now. I can have what I want because I, what I really want is what I have. Okay, and the other thing in this conflict, this unresolved conflict, looking at that, I see, well, what do I want to resolve the conflict for? Well, I want to resolve it so I can relax and so I can be at peace and so I can really enjoy my relationship with this person again. Like Byron Katie says, it takes one person to have a good relationship. What I really want is to be at peace within myself. And what I have is myself all the time. Ain't going nowhere. And what I can do is spend time with myself and, and question the thoughts that come up around this conflict. And and be with the feelings that, that I have and, and learn, kind of open the door to hmm, what is happening here? What feels unresolved? And what, how can I care for myself? And ask myself, how can I care for this person? There's, it's all right here. It's all right here with myself. It's not in trying to muscle through. It's not in trying to come up with the perfect solution and to find something that I don't, have it's it's all right here it's all in the listening and then something that i realized uh that i've i've kind of realized this turnaround about uh being free of i want what i don't have is that in uh romantic relationships something changed in the last year where i went from really wanting a relationship. Um, I A couple years ago, I had a, the end of a, a pretty traumatic relationship. And where I ended was I want, I want a really healthy relationship. I want a really great relationship. And I don't have that. And so I was on dating apps and I was searching around and there's sort of like uh, antenna dishes open. And it took me about a year to get to a place where I realized what I want is to connect deeply with myself. That's what I really want. And then if somebody comes along, that's wonderful. But what I really want is to have a, a, a really deep relationship with myself because that's the only way I'm ever gonna have a deep relationship with anybody else because inevitably some kind of conflict or whatever will come up. And if I don't know myself, then how am I going to uh, share what's happening inside of me to come back into connection with this person. So what I really want is 
is deep connection, which happens here. I already have that ability. <sighs> this, is a, this is a really powerful one. Okay, let's go into uh, one turnaround and then I'll, I'll leave you to, to dive into the other turnarounds. I don't want, you know what, let's see, which one do I want to do here? I have, I don't want what I don't have and I want what I have. I think the, the trippier one, let's go for the trippier one here, which is I don't want what I don't have. Uh, so the first way this is true for me is that I don't want what I don't have. Well, when I believe that I want what I don't have, so let's take this nightstand for example, when I think, well, I don't have a nightstand, I want that nightstand, I go and spend a bunch of time shopping online, which I really don't want. So I don't want this thing that I don't have, right, which is this experience of getting a nightstand, which is really stressful. I actually don't want that. And it's different from, in, from wanting the experience of shopping, like wanting I want to discover a nightstand. That's different from I want a nightstand because I actually don't want I want a nightstand. I do want, I want to discover a nightstand in the most enjoyable way. So that's my first example. A second example is that all wanting comes from having experienced something already. The only way I could know about this cozy reading experience is if I've already had it. And that that's what I really want. So what I don't want is something that I don't have. I don't want this experience outside of myself because I can't even imagine an experience outside of something that I've experienced. Right? Life is coming by, we're having experiences, and then we're remembering them and then projecting them into the future and sort of cut and pasting well, ooh, that part of, the, part of that experience, part of that experience, and now I want this experience. Or, or, oh, I went to a friend's house and I saw their great speaker system and now I want that for me. But I already had the experience of what it was like to listen to that beautiful music in that way. Right? And there are lots of ways to create that experience. And maybe I want to go on a a treasure hunt to find these speakers and it's really fun and I you know can really value them and listen to them but it's different from I need to get that thing I, I want that thing that I don't have is this making sense right still it's like I, I, I'm gonna need to be sitting with this for the next couple weeks for sure all right one last example here until I actually enjoy the things that I have acquired I'm just gonna keep stressing about new things and new things to try to fill that void that I that I've it's like I've I've been out of the country, right? The country of myself. I've been out of the country, you know, out searching, exploring, and I, I haven't landed back in in a while. And so I'm and out there I can just keep trying to have new experiences, but really I wanna come home. I want to rest. I want to enjoy all of the things that I've acquired. Right? This is the problem with constantly, the problem with the Amazon addiction, constantly getting new things, is that what we really want is to enjoy these things. That's why we, 
we're, we're buying them is because we think, oh, I want this thing so then I can enjoy it. I want this new computer so then I can enjoy it. I want this new projector so then I can watch movies on it and enjoy it. But what we're thinking of is the experience and the joy and the, the connection and all of those things. We have every single one of those things right now, always available. The stillness and the solitude that we want, the connection and the joy and the excitement and the creativity and the enthusiasm and the, the satisfaction and the fulfillment, it's all right here, right now, but only right now. All right, I'll leave it there. Keep doing the work. If you're doing it, your your brain is probably breaking the same way that mine is. I'd love to hear your insights, hear your turnarounds. If you have other turnarounds, please share them. I'm always open to uh, finding ones that I haven't thought of. And I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business from virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. Gotta check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.